Welcome and a happy new year. It's the 1st of January 2021 and this is podcast four of the Exquisite Life series where my game in the world is to end world poverty and disease. Well, someone's got to do it, haven't I? So um, small steps each day. Today we're going to talk about quitting smoking and because I'm in the middle of nowhere in northern New South Wales, I'm actually sitting at Bluey's Beach, it's pouring with rain it's just me today. So it's Sally and I am a health scientist and I'm the creator of Exquisite Life. And we're going to talk about quitting smoking, which is renowned for being one of the hardest things to do on the planet. Smoking cigarettes is a challenge and, you know, it's really hard to quit. It's so easy to become addicted and, um, you know, we associate smoking cigarettes with our social settings. Um, it's seen as cool. It's seen as acceptable. Um, you become one of the pack and, um, you know, you're kind of out there with the groovy kids if you're a teenager who starts smoking. So I began smoking at the age of 12, believe it or not. And um, I'm from a family of non-smokers. My best friend, Laura, who lived in England, we both lived in England at the time, stood with me by my garage and said, here, I got this for you, a cigarette. So it was a bit alien to me. It was bad. And I didn't, I did it anyway, you know, um, I wanted to be the same as her and I didn't even think twice. I just did it. So um, I, I guess I was trying to be like everyone else, um, be one of the group growing up. So I remember clearly lighting it up, inhaling it, hating it, the taste, the horrible burning sensation. It was putrid. But I pushed through these sensations until I could do it. And bingo, twice a day for the rest of my teens, really, um, I would have a couple of cigarettes every day. Um, I was hooked. Um, I was on these black and gold packets of JPS. They're known to be really strong. And I was hard. I was out there. Um, I was actually born with a congenital heart defect. So someone who had major surgery at the age of three and I was hooked on cigarettes, which is just disgraceful really to think back, but that's what happened. So every day on my way to school and on my way home, I'd stand by the bus stop and I'd puff away. And how my mum and her friends and people who knew me at the time didn't say anything, I never know. But I thought I got away with it. I thought standing by the bus stop was a great hiding space, but it obviously isn't. Roll on five years, I was up to eight to ten cigarettes a day. Roll on another three years when I was at university, and I was almost at a packet a day. Now, that's known as a heavy smoker. Um, now, over the years, I've quit for three months, for two years, for five years, and so on. And then something would happen, like a major stress event or even just a quiet drink at the pub. And I'd have one or two and then I'd be hooked again and again and again and again. This pattern just repeated. And that is until recently when I really bit the, bit the bullet and um, as it were, and I went to see my doctor and I asked for help. I'd heard of this drug called Champax or it's, it's spelled C-H-A-M-P-I-X, but it said they call it Champax. And I heard about it about 15 years ago. My eldest sister, who was a heavy smoker back then, she used it and then she quit. She she did Champax for two weeks and then she did hypnotherapy and she quit. 
Um, and it took me all of that time to ask for help, mainly because I didn't really want to quit. My rationale side of me knew that I should quit. Um, and I knew the consequences of not quitting, but I still kind of liked c- smoking cigarettes, much as it's disgusting, smelly and everything else that goes with it. I just, you know, I kind of liked it. I found it socially accepting. I found, you know, it, it would give you thinking time. It gives you a time to have a break and have a coffee and a cigarette. So I didn't particularly want to give up. Um, and it wasn't the easiest drug to take, as in Champax, the uh, medical prescription drug from the doctor. What I mean by that is um, they make it super duper easy to follow. It's um, subsidised by the government, so you don't have to pay for the first sort of three months of using it. And it's brilliantly planned out with support. Um, but I did get vivid dreams when I started I was fatigued and, um, you know, I had sort of strange feelings in my tummy and I was very, very ratty, as in moody. But that passes over about two or three weeks. And I remember talking to clients and at work and they were saying how they found it brilliant and they just stopped and they've never looked back. And I thought, OK, I'm going to persevere with this drug. Um, I stopped after four weeks and I literally never looked back. Um, the great thing this time is I didn't um, overeat either to compensate and put on like 10 kilos or two stone as I had done previously. I didn't binge on anything else as a, you know, to sort of compensate for the cigarettes. I just stopped with ease and grace. But it really did take a team. It took a doctor. It took me talking to my family and explaining to them what I wanted to do. And then it took me sharing with people that... I'd been a secret smoker for years and unless you you were a smoker yourself you wouldn't have known that I was. Um so the main thing you need to do is write down when you start taking this drug and then you write down a day where you're going to stop for good which I was really resisting. I was really procrastinating on it because I didn't want to stop, but the doctor asked me um in one of my checkups to give her a date and so I did. Um so I started you start taking Champax for one to two weeks and you still smoke at the same time and then you get your quit day and then you stop smoking but you can continue continue with Champax and if you have a moment where you really crave one or you have one you can just don't you know beat yourself up about it you just continue taking the medicine Champax and the beauty of this drug is that you can still take it and smoke um, you can have the odd one until the day that you finally quit and you've no idea how or why or what has made your addiction stop. How this drug works is it just does. It's incredible and the effects are long term. It doesn't suddenly come back. You don't suddenly want another cigarette. And if you do break your, you know, uh, quitting and you start again, you can just literally go on back on it for a while. So Champax is pronounced champ X. And it's made from something, I have to say it to you, it's varalicylene tartrate. It's spelled V-A-R-E-N-I-C-L-I-N-E and then tartrate. And I don't know whether I've even said it right. But it's a medicine and it helps to stop adult smoking and reduce their craving and withdrawal symptoms. And that happens as you stop. So it reduces your enjoyment of cigarettes. 
Nicotine withdrawal can inc incorporate craving tobacco, irritability, feelings of anger, sleep problems, anxiety, depression, restlessness. It can reduce your heart rate. It can increase your appetite and it can increase weight gain. Champax blocks the um, effects of nicotine on your body. So nicotine actually attaches to these receptors in your brain and re releases dopamine. And dopamine gives you a short time feeling of pleasure. So Champax, um, it blocks the receptors and stops the nicotine attaching to them. Champax is a, a medical drug that's non-addictive. Non so you take 0 0.5 milligrams of Champax for two weeks and then you increase it if, if you're feeling okay um you increase it to one milligram after that and you do get check, checked in with the doctor every couple of weeks to make sure everything's going well so that's just something i've done recently and despite being a health scientist and despite having three science degrees um i'm still a human being and things happen in my life and sometimes i do what i know you shouldn't do but i do it anyway um now let's look at the effects of smoking so smoking, it causes cancer, heart disease, strokes, lung disease, diabetes, and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, which is also known as COPD. Um, it can cause long-term effects like emphysema, bronchitis, eye disease, immune issues, and um, rheumatoid arthritis as well. Um, smoking can cause breathlessness, long-term and short-term, and it kills more people than alcohol, car crashes, suicide, AIDS, murder, drugs, and all of those things combined. So I'll just say that again. Smoking kills more people than all of the following combined. So alcohol, car crashes, suicides, AIDS, murder, drugs, all combined. Smoking kills more people than all of those things you know, on a yearly basis. It causes 87% of lung cancer deaths, 87%. And when I say heavy smoker, I mean 25 cigarettes or more a day. Uh, most people who smoke 19.4 cigarettes a day get cancer. The average person smokes 5.5 cigarettes a day. Um, and people smoke for different reasons. They smoke to relieve stress. They smoke for pleasure and they smoke, you know, in social um, situations like going down the pub. Um, but people who smoke are also prone to coughs and colds and smoking is actually addictive. So for people who smoke, antioxidants are really fantastic at helping to fight the free radicals. So things like turmeric is good for cancer sufferers, ginger. Um, if you f uh, do fresh juices every day, that helps your body to, um, with, you know, uh, vegetables, it will help your um, body fight nicotine withdrawal. Um, but you have to have a plan in place. So re you replace cigarettes with things like drinking lots of glasses of water, eating a gherkin, others advised, having frozen grapes. Um, you could suck on a popsicle, but you know, that's full of sugar. You can floss and keep brushing your teeth and you can chew gum. I mean, look, I just think you need a plan in place. I'm not sure whether eating a gherkin would have stopped me smoking, but there's some of the things that they say on the internet. Um, 
is really there's an overrising social pressure for peers to smoke and peer groups and like that herd mentality of human beings is huge um but i'm just going to run through a few ways that you can stop smoking so you can create a quick plan you can plan it all out you can calculate your savings you can obviously use the medicine champix you can um, buy nicotine gum and patches um, but people who use nicotine gum and patches or people who use any form of nicotine are still seen as smokers in general until they actually quick, quit. Sorry. And you can also avoid the triggers of smoking. So you can, you know, maybe stop going to the pub for a while. I had to do that myself. Um, maybe stop having cigarettes and a coffee. Uh, coffee can cause a trigger like the thing you do first thing in the morning when you first have your cigarette that often um causes those sort of um sensations to make you want to smoke and going to parties but you really need to set a date to quit um some people get hypnotized to stop some people read books some people join stopping smoking classes um but you do need to throw out your lighters your ashtrays your anything that you've um have that you wear that even smells like cigarettes well you would if you're just trying to go cold turkey and quit or use things like gum and patches but I have to say on Champix it didn't really matter I've still got all the lighters around my house there can be packets of cigarettes around me it doesn't make me want to have a cigarette um but some people advise deep breathing going for a walk um when you get cravings or there's also a quit helpline and what I'm noticing today in today's society is there's these e-cigarettes and vapes that kids seem to be um, using instead of having packets of cigarettes. Um, so vaping, there's no tobacco as such. Um, but So smoking delivers nicotine via burning tobacco and causes smoking-related illnesses. Vaping um, can deliver just nicotine alone. So vaping is less harmful but still not safe. And I think it, that people need to realise it's not safe, but then it's still so new on the market that we don't really know all the effects. Tobacco, so a traditional cigarette would have about 7,000 chemicals in it, whereas vaping has um, less contaminants in it. Vaping can, and it's proven to cause lung disease, and vaping can cause cardiovascular disease. And e-cigarettes, I really don't know what the difference between e-cigarettes and vaping. I need to go and have a look at that. But e-cigarettes contain something called acrolein, which is used to kill weeds. Um, so any nicotine, whether it's patches, vapes or cigarettes, you will be classed as a smoker. And vaping can cause coughing, dry mouth, shortness of breath and headaches. Um, as I say, I've given up cigarettes over the years many, many times and Mine's been really through going cold turkey or I have seen a hypnotist or I have like read the books on stopping smoking that are really good. Um, but I would say go to see your doctor, get on this medication, you'll be stopped and you won't care if people are smoking around you. Um, you'll be stopped within weeks and you'll never look back. And, you know, as I say, it's government subsidised. It used to be that you'd have to pay to have this medicine and it used to be very very expensive but now it's not it's on medicare if you're in australia and i'm sure if you're on britain it's on national health and it's fantastic and very very effective and i 
just can't believe how brilliant it's been. So it's enabled me to stop with ease and grace. And I just wanted to share my experience with you so that you get to know that you can also stop with ease and grace and and live a healthier, happier life that's not full of the smell of cigarettes, the cravings, the longing, the expense. You know, it costs a lot of money to smoke and um I don't have to I don't even have to find that money anymore. I can just go about my day and spend it on something else and not even I don't even see myself as a smoker anymore so I just wanted to share with you that that's possible and that's out there and it's obviously free at the moment so as long as you just do three months worth of script you there's no charge but if you have three months worth of script and then you uh, go back to cigarette smoking then you will have to pay for your prescription um, and I don't know what the going rate of that is at the moment but I just wanted to share with you and um, wish you all a fantastic 2021. Here's to our health and here's to our wealth. And here is to a, well, hopefully a more predictable, fabulous year. Um, and nothing like 2020 was. But um, I have to say 2020 did bring me some enjoyment of being at home, being with my dogs and lots and lots of Netflix. Um, but here's to a fabulous 21 and I wish you the greatest of health and wealth and here's to ending world poverty and disease and for you and your exquisite life. Thank you.